Are you an accredited investor looking for a new opportunity to generate passive income and build the retirement of your dreams? Then elevate your investment game with Viking Capital, where wealth meets wisdom. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just starting out, Viking Capital can help guide you towards financial freedom through passive real estate investing. With strong and transparent underwriting, Viking identifies low-risk opportunities with the goal of preserving investor capital and maximizing long-term growth potential. And their accessible and responsive investor relations team will help you understand how each investment will impact your unique financial goals. With $800 million in assets acquired, more than $230 million in equity raised, and more than 5,000 units under management, Viking Capital is your path to early retirement. To learn about Viking Capital's latest investment opportunity, which is available for you right now, visit go.vikingcapllc.com forward slash best. That's go.vikingcapllc.com forward slash best to get started today. Did you know that within a decade, women will hold $30 trillion in investable assets? Yet somehow, only 19% of women reported feeling confident in selecting investments that align with their long-term goals. Our friends at InvestHer are out to change that. InvestHerCon is the number one premier conference for women in real estate, and it's happening June 2nd through the 4th in Austin, Texas. InvestHerCon is not just another real estate conference. It's a transformational experience focused on real estate investing, business strategies, and self-care tactics all designed to help women take control of their financial futures. Gain the knowledge and skills you need to grow your portfolio and build a sustainable business, all while connecting with over 500 women who are playing at the same level. To learn more and to get your tickets, visit InvestHerCon.com today and use the code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. That's InvestHer, H-E-R, Con.com, Promo code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. Quick disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to bestevershow.com. Statistically speaking, as I'm sure you're aware, it's very difficult to time the market, any kind of market. There's a lot of things out of our control with the Fed and the government and policies and black swan events. So even if you've been able to time a, a previous market cycle, it's going to be pretty unlikely you can time everything that comes after. Welcome to the Best Ever Show, the world's longest running daily commercial real estate podcast. Our hosts interview commercial real estate experts every day to get you the best advice ever with none of the fluffy stuff. Welcome back, best ever listeners. I'm your host, Travis Watts. In this episode of Passive Investor Tips, we are talking about a quick and easy three-step process on how $2 cost average using real estate. Disclaimers is always not financial advice, not telling you what to do or anybody else. I'm going to share with you what I do. And if that makes sense, that's awesome. If it adds some value, that's great. That's my intent with this episode. So let's dive right in. So you might be familiar with the term dollar cost average. A lot of people associate that to the stock market. So if we think of a simple example, like you buy one share of a publicly traded stock, and let's say it's trading at $10 per share, and then it moves up to $11 per share, and you buy another share at that point. So your average cost then becomes 
$10.50 because you bought it 10 and you bought it 11. So we're looking at your average price. So the beauty in this strategy is statistically speaking, as I'm sure you're aware, it's very difficult to time the market, any kind of market. There's a lot of things out of our control with the Fed and the government and policies and black swan events. So even if you've been able to time a, a previous market cycle, it's going to be pretty unlikely you can time everything that comes after. So by dollar cost averaging, it just ensures that your portfolio gets the overall average price over time. Sometimes you're going to buy high, sometimes you're going to buy in a dip or at a discount, and you're just going to end up with an overall fair basis price, so to speak. And while we're on the topic of stocks, I'm going to pull up a quick slide here for you guys if you're tuning in on YouTube. If not, don't worry about it if you're listening on audio. But uh, this is AT&T stock before the great 2008-2009 recession. So it was trading somewhere around $32 per share. And then at the bottom of the recession, once everything had fallen out, it was somewhere around $17 per share. So nearly a 50% drop, just using some loose math. So had you bought a share at the top and then had you bought a share at the bottom or hundreds of shares or whatever, but equal amounts, you would have averaged out your price to about $24.50 per share. And what's cool about that is coming out of that nasty recession, you would have recovered your portfolio in about two years, at least in terms of AT&T stock, as compared to seven years, which would have represented it getting back to its all-time high again. So again, there's a lot of reasons why you might consider dollar cost averaging, no matter if we're talking about stocks or real estate. I love Warren Buffett's quote on dollar cost averaging. He says, if you like spending six to eight hours per week on your investments, then do it. But if you don't, then dollar cost average. So we know this can be a valuable concept to us as investors, but how do we apply this to illiquid real estate syndications or individual deals that you're buying in the real estate space? So private real estate is illiquid. So whether, again, you're buying individual deals or doing syndications, there's no public market such as with stocks where you can just click a couple buttons and be in and out of a deal. So your money goes in, it usually gets tied up for years. It's a very slow moving machine. And in the case of syndications, a lot of these are closed in deals or funds, meaning you put up, let's say, 50K to invest, but then once the deal closes, you can't get back in again. So if next year you have another... 20,000 you want to go put to work, you usually can't go into the same deal. It kind of depends on the structure. That's not an absolute. But the point is, how do you then dollar cost average? So as a passive investor, and as someone myself invested in a lot of these illiquid investments of different sorts, I'll share with you what I do. And the first step is I create a new bank account. It could be in your own individual name, the name of a trust, an LLC, you do you, check with your advisors, see what makes the most sense. But you need a bank account that's going to be used exclusively for holding your real estate that you're going to be investing in. We'll get back to the show with first some sponsors I'm confident you'll find value in learning more about. It's no secret that everyone is trying to find a recession-proof investment right now. What if you could invest in one of the most recession-resilient asset classes of the last 25 years with one of the best teams in the U.S.? Self-storage is that asset class, and Reliant Real Estate Management is that team. Reliant Real Estate Management is the 17th largest storage operator. They have sold over $1 billion in self-storage assets and have lost no investor principal with the average project-level IRR of 33% in the last three years. Right now, you can be one of the first 
to invest in their next fund at ReliantFund4.com. Fund 4 is a $100 million equity fund with seven properties already identified to close before the end of 2022. If you're an accredited investor, visit ReliantFund4.com to download the investment summary and schedule a call with Reliance Experience Team. That's ReliantFund4.com, R-E-L-I-A-N-T-F-U-N-D-F-O-U-R.com. I'd like to introduce you to my good friends over at PassiveInvesting.com, a private equity real estate firm based out of the Carolinas. PassiveInvesting.com makes it easy for you to start investing in real estate. They focus on acquiring institutional quality apartments and self-storage facilities with private accredited investor funds. They also have a real estate debt fund that offers hard money loans to local fix and flippers across the U.S., which currently has a 0% default rate. With a portfolio of over $700 million in assets and controlling over $250 million in equity, they know how to secure the best deals and how to avoid the red flags. If you are interested in learning more, please reach out directly to PassiveInvesting.com and request the free Passive Investing investor guide that outlines the seven red flags for passive apartment and self-storage investing. Visit PassiveInvesting.com forward slash red flags to download that PDF now. That's PassiveInvesting.com forward slash red flags. Number two, you need to fund that bank account initially. That can be just some lump sum that you put into the account on day one. Maybe you just had a liquidity event or you're moving some cash from one account to another, or maybe you're just going to start funding that account through your active income, putting $5,000 a month over there until you get either the amount that's going to be used for a down payment if you're purchasing your own individual real estate or the amount of a minimum investment if you're going to be investing in syndications or private placements like I do. So I'll put a range there that's typically 25000 to 100000 depending on what deals we're talking about. We'll go down the middle here for simplicity. We'll say 50 k okay? So we want to have a target amount of 50 k funded in that account. So number three is make an investment that produces passive income or cash flow. I don't speak out about this a lot, but 90% of the deals I invest in are going to be monthly cash flow or monthly passive income. And there's a lot of reasons for this. One, I see it as a risk reduction strategy because I'm receiving capital back quicker than quarterly or annually or biannually in some cases. Number two, it's the velocity of capital. As soon as that capital comes back and I have enough to go put somewhere else to work, even if that's in a brokerage account for 5,000 bucks, I can quickly turn capital that way. And number three, among many other reasons, it's more convenient to live off monthly income than it is quarterly or annual income or biannual, like in the case of bonds and things like that. But I digress. Number three is simply to make a passive income investment. Now, you can structure this in most syndications or private placements. You have an option to do ACH or direct deposit right into your bank account. If you're buying your own individual real estate, renting it out to someone else, you can set up through apps and different software, direct deposit as well to where you can be paid on a monthly basis right into your bank account. I always recommend doing that. So Here's where this kind of gets to be a beautiful strategy. So we'll say that we made that first investment with $50,000 for simple math purposes. We'll say that the yield or the cash flow or the passive income is 10% a year. That means that we're collecting about $5,000 throughout the year by holding that particular investment. So what that means, and the reason this is kind of cool, we're, we're going to talk about two things real quick, compounding and dollar cost averaging. So on the compounding front, 
when we get to do a second deal, let's say it's year number two, we're doing one deal per year. So we have a bank account now with $5,000 sitting in it because that was our distributions from the first deal we invested in. So now we only need to contribute or put up $45,000 to do deal number two because we already have those dividends. And as we move forward and we're going to do deal number three, now we theoretically have $10,000 sitting in the bank account from the first two deals that have been sending out their cash flow throughout the year. So each year that goes by, it actually gets easier and easier. It's a little bit of a front-loaded snowball model. So that's on the compounding front. Now on the dollar cost averaging front, the reason this is dollar cost averaging, if we're going to do one deal per year, or maybe you're going to do two deals per year, is the market's always changing. Whether we're talking about the stock market or the real estate market, interest rates are changing, cap rates are changing, different deals are going to be priced out in different ways in different markets. So each time we're doing an investment, we are either buying a little bit higher than before or buying a little bit lower than before. So that's how we're effectively able to dollar cost average in the same way you can do with stocks. You can think about it this way. The average home price in America around 2012 was about $250,000. Today, it's over $400,000. So if we had said we're going to buy one single family home per year as an investor, we would have been buying at 250,000, maybe then 260, maybe 300, maybe three and a quarter, maybe 350, and then today maybe 400. So if you average that out, our average cost might be 325,000 per single family home. So now if we revert back to our strategy and we look at this on a decade scale, kind of like that example, 2012 through 2022, and you're making one investment per year and you're putting, let's call it 50000 up, whether that's a down payment or a syndication deal, and you're able to collect the 10% annualized yield, just obviously for example purposes, what that would effectively mean is after 10 years, if you think about it in that bank account, you now have $50,000 coming in in passive income or cash flow. And what's cooler than just saying I have $50,000 a year in passive income coming in is that if you're not living on that money at that point, you could be using that $50,000 per year to fund your next investment. So in year number 11, you could just use your self-sustained cash flow to make your next investment and having to put none of your own money into the deal. So again, that's the compounding and the power side of this. So as I like to say, feed your investments so one day they can feed you. Never financial advice, not telling anyone what to do. Please seek license advice. But my friends, that is how you can dollar cost average. That is how you can compound and build diversified passive income streams. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Passive Investor Tips. I'm your host, Travis Watts. Let's connect on social media. Like, subscribe, comment, share these episodes with anyone you think could find value in them. Have a best ever week, and we'll see you on the next episode.